Good evening, boys. Good evening, listeners. Good Sorry. afternoon. Evening works just as well. Okay, so today, today I showed the boys a lovely little docu film. You're not you're not doing the bit at the start. Um, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Where it's like this is dealer's choice, and I'm the dealer, and this is my choice. I don't recall that having any affiliation with this. T- I've been doing it my episodes podcast. for a while. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> so we watched a cop movie. Alex, what's a cop movie? It's about? actually called that. We're not just not saying yep, the name. It's actually called a cop movie. Twenty twenty one Netflix. A cop movie. Actually, that's not even the name. Technically, it's called. Um, well, Morgan, do you're going to try and una película de policía. There you go. A cop story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, a propaganda film. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's it's more borders on sort of like investigative. Okay, journalism. Morgan, what's this movie about? <laughs> Um, it's about... It's about an hour 47. <laughs> it's, <laughs> than that. it's about creating oh. sympathy for... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. It's about drawing a line between uh, police and everyday civ- uh, civilians, making them realise that they are not so similar, and it is in fact the higher-ups that are the problem. It's mm. mm. more complex than that, but... Yes, that's that's fair. <laughs> Go on, Alex. I think uh, this film is about actors uh, <laughs> <laughs> getting into characters and sort of ingraining themselves in that's the role that they've been given to play. That's pretty fair. Uh, so, a cop movie is a uh, a Behind Mexican the film, look? a Mexican documentary. Doc- mocu- <laughs> no, it's not documentary. It's, it's 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 a documentary kind of. There's actors. It's a mockumentary. Yeah, Would you call yeah. it? I don't know. Documentary. F- yeah, yeah, I think that's you know. pretty fair. It's 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 a strange mix, but mm. I think documentary is a pretty fine description of it. If you have any interest in like crime or or true stories about crime, it, but like systemic issues with crime, not just like oh, this is an interesting serial killer. Or if you like if you like The Wire, I think you might have a taste for this. If you liked an examination of why why corruption happens. I think this is pretty good for that. I think that's why it ticked a lot of boxes for me. Mm. I remember when it this like showed up on my feed, I started watching it going fine. <laughs> I'll just find <laughs> fine. And then that first story, I watched all of that and I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. I'll give it another 20 minutes and then you got into Montoya's life and I'm like, "Okay." And then it does uh about halfway movie the halfway through the movie there's a change and I was like, "Okay. Fine. I'll keep watching." And then, I, and then it gets into the police academy and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then it gets into actual real life, you know, cop work and speaking to some real life cops. And I was like, oh, okay. And by the time I'd finished it, I was like, I'd watched the entire thing. Pretty bored, but that was interesting at the same time. <laughs> uh, so, And then I remember going, yeah, that's a movie I'm going to show the boys because I, I liked it, a lot of it. And I was shocked that I liked a lot of it. And honestly, regardless of anything else, I think this is just beautifully shot. For a lot of it, um, the guy who not the iPhone this, stuff, not so the much. IPhone stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who directs this uh, directed, I think, a lot of Narcos Mexico, right? Um, and he just just some like I don't know if he had just brilliant camera equipment or whatever. But so much of it is just so gorgeous to me. Um, I don't know. What did you guys think without giving spoilers? Are you going first? Oh, I don't know. You can go. Oh first. no, you look like you're about to say something. No, no, I'm just <laughs> gathering my <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, it was quite nice to see, I don't know if it was just because we're late in the evening and we were all a bit twi- tired maybe. <laughs> it, there was a fair chunk, I'd say maybe half of this movie where all of us seemed pretty engrossed. Well, I have to, wa- I have to read subtitles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how you automatically, it's like, well, I'm like, well, I can't, can't look away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to miss something. I did try a few yeah. times uh, to chat about the film as it was going on. Uh, <laughs> you did. You did. You, kept, you did the thing you always do. You're just like, oh, is this it? I'm like, just fucking watch. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out. Maybe you'll find out. Uh, yeah. you'll find out. If you asked a question that didn't have an answer, I'd have been like, maybe we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think what I liked about this film was more on a sort of intellectual film craft basis than the actual sort of uh, message or mm. uh, through line reason for mm. the film existing. Mm. I think the sort of the, the filmmaking and how it unpacked that and this sort of blurring of the line between documentary and fiction, I think that's that was probably my favourite bit to sort of click in and think about and 
how the film sort of grapples with that, I really like. Yeah, because that is mm. entertaining stuff. I oh, well, agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You said at one point, the, f- the first, because it's divided into four sections, this yep. movie. First section is about the female police officer, mm-hmm. Teresa. The second is Montoya, the f- male police officer, and their partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first part, there is like this surreal element to it. Yep. As she's telling the story of her life. And then you go through some of the experiences she had. And yeah, I agree. That's like really nice storytelling. And it's very interesting storytelling. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you on that point. Yeah, Molly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I like the like the twist and uh, stuff. It's just the subject matter was just not, not at all. I was just like, this you. is just fine. Like, yeah, it's like I, I've I've watched enough like like media to know that it's like, oh yeah, police in Mexico is pretty fucked. And then like, and it's like I'm like, oh, this is telling the exact same story I know from Fast and Furious Five. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's this not. This is blowing my mind. It's I'm not, not different. Fast it's not, what are you talking about? Oh, it's just the female cop played by uh, Chris Hemsworth's uh, uh, wife, uh, yeah. Elsa Patinky. Yes. And it's like similar, similar vibe. And it's like, okay, so modern media is correct. This is <laughs> this is fine. Like this cops is, are cops are human too, but also there are corrupt. Like, it wasn't telling anything I didn't mind know. It's Fast and the Furious Five got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got something that. right. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that. That's insane to me. Uh, yeah, um, I thought. Yeah, I thought the way they were doing it was interesting. But I'm like, the the actual content was just like. Yeah, I think it's not adding anything to a conversation for me. Like it's just like, yep, really cool, all right. Oh, okay. It was more how they told the story mm-hmm. versus what the story actually was. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that's really what you and yeah. I. Yeah. I think oh, we're fair enough. Yeah. On yeah. the yeah on the same page with that. That's fair. <laughs> you're, you're right. With some of the, particularly in the first two parts, there, which is sort of the the story, mm. if you if you want, before <laughs> the before the twist. Uh, yeah. Um, the story there, there were some really beautiful shots. The way the lens that they used shrunk the sides of the frame, so you were focusing on the center of the frame, and as it panned, it would almost stretch out objects uh, and bring them into the focus. I really liked that. But there's also one of the others is there's the shot of um, Montoya and he's sitting on the side of the curb and people walking past and stuff, and like he was like perfectly in focus. They were all kind of speckled out, but also like none of them acknowledged him. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this is green screen. Like it was really weird. It was like <laughs> it was like they've put him on a curb and then they've like got footage of people walking down the same. I'm like, he's not actually there. Yeah. This yeah. Is, and I was like, this is really weird. Like why didn't they just put him there? Like, <laughs> it was so weird to watch because it was like, yeah, like mm. heaps of people on this half of the screen and then just like him and then like a stall behind him. Yeah. I'm like, like it was very, I'm like, this is like, and it looks interesting and <laughs> I know, I'm sure there's a reason for it. I'm like, this is really weird. <laughs> I feel, I, th- I feel like the reason might have been because this movie took apparently like five years to make. Right. Uh, I think it might have been because they probably didn't have permission or they couldn't stop people fucking with the camera shot. Yeah. So they probably just like did it when there was no one around and then they took a photo of like a festival or something <laughs> when the people just walking around in droves. Mm-hmm. Even um, like, you know, she would she would look directly into the camera and say lines. Other lines were not directed at mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You know, voiceover. uh and then he said, and she would say what he said, and we would see uh, his lips move yeah, with yeah. her voice. You know, there oh, were right. some nice little yeah. storytelling yeah. beats and that sort of in those first two parts. The yeah. sound design was good too. Mm. It's really interesting to me that you guys like liked the craft <laughs> more than the the story. And I agree, the story's like dry, but I I don't know. I, I personally I, I I don't like uh I don't like maybe I don't want to say generic's not the term. I don't maybe like the normal stuff that people like about crime, I don't think. I think serial killers, they can be really, really captivating, but I don't like just going on and on and finding all these different stories about who murdered who and this is a crime that was committed once. I like examinations of systemic corruption and why crime happens, Mm -hmm. and I think this movie is really good at examining that. And I particularly like when they go into the police academy and you see them starting out as incredibly actor types, I'm going to say. They're pretty wafty and they're pretty... They, they like to talk about the whole world as if it's an acting stage. I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's that's exactly what people are like. That's they, cool. prob- they probably have a podcast. They might talk about more important things yeah. than <laughs> just movies. Um, but then they're like in there for like a couple of months and then you see, I think it's particularly um, Raul, the guy mm. who plays Montoya. Like he do- this is probably getting into spoilers, but whatever, I guess. <laughs> I would say watch this movie if you like what I've just said, systemic issues and corruption. But it is pretty boring towards the end. 
So I must th- admit there was one point where uh, there was a direct call to the audience. Like, mm. what do you think? Mm. What do you think? Mm. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't like, I don't like this. I think sign this of is very specifically political. Like, the director specifically oh, yeah, wants to no. examine in his country corruption in this this specific area, and it may have more power in that in that thing. But when I'm when I'm being asked, what do I think? And that's not the end of the film. I thought that's where they were going to end it, and I thought that's you know fun. credit to roll. And then it just keeps going. You're like, Gosh, and it keeps going, and I was like, oh, okay. Twenty minutes <laughs> off, man. We did have that beautiful shot though of the in between zone between jumping off a diving board yeah. and yeah, that was impacting the shot. water. Yeah, I, I, the like shot was ruined for me because I was like, where'd the rope go? <laughs> yes, the entire time I was like, I was like, the rope isn't there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is pretty, but where's the rope? So was I. All they had to do was include it, and it would have been ten times. He says, or it's like, this is just too long. You're just taking too long. Cut this down, man. And I know you're talking to real people, but fuck. <laughs> edit. Oh, edit, <laughs> man. Edit. But there was some really good editing. Mm, there. Mm, it was really, mm. like, catchy and interesting and lively. And they gave way to just long talks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, I, yeah, I don't think I'd recommend to everyone. I just thought it was interesting to watch it. I thought that, like, I've heard no one talk about this. I've, been, no. I've not seen anyone talk about this, but it's, I thought it was interesting enough. It's got, like, three reviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like no one's seen this no, movie. No, no. <laughs> Except for, like, critics who saw it. At, like, it's I think it won, shame. like, Silver Lion mm. and one of the mm. award, like... Oh. Because, like, you say it adds nothing in conversation, but I, th- I always feel it's really interesting to take things that everyone... Like, it feels like everyone's in the boat that you are, Morgan. Everyone knows this is how the thing, how things work. At least maybe in Mexico. I think I've had a lot of conversations with people in my real life where they talk about how things are fucked in our country, at <laughs> least. And they go, oh, th- everything's corrupt and everything's broken. And I go, you got to pull that. Like, I, I kind of agree with you, but you got to kind of pull it into context where, like, we're very fortunate to live in a situation where overt, blatant corruption on this level just can't happen, I don't mm, think. Mm. It's it's like we live in a society that expects a, a bit more and does get a lot more out of how municipal system. And then you go to places like this, which are, I don't know, more poverty-stricken, far more exploited in their people, and they're far more like prone to violence. And they have systems like this where, like as she's saying, in order for... Th- there's a conversation at the end with real police officers where, which basically says in order for them to get out through their day, they need about... Uh, 50 bucks to bribe various people within their own police force to get the equipment mm, that mm. they need to do their jobs mm. and uh, and just sitting there and I, was, I think that's like that was probably one of the most powerful yeah of the film because i feel like that's that's one of those things that everyone goes yeah that's probably how it works but when you see it like said straight out in a in a format that they've done where they've spent so much time establishing these two people as actual characters that have gone through so much you go that's really fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this yeah. is this is part of like I think it's kind of beneficial to see these cops as characters because you go, oh man, how would I? Oh well, you, you could. I just, I just don't know I what the movie's trying to say in that regard. It's like it's just like well, they have to do it to do their job. Corruption, it's unavoidable. It's inescapable. Or it's like it just goes so hard. I'm like I don't know what the movie's point on corruption was. Like it all. It's just like movies. it's here. It happens. Mm. Deal with it. And I'm like. I don't think that's what it is. Well, like, that's not what it is, but it's like, it's not clear what it is. I, well, I it think could be multiple different li- things. Maybe living in Mexico, it might've been clear. I think this maybe was trying to be something that incited an actual change that was like, you know, we all go about our lives saying this, but no movies, like nothing's maybe as open and upfront and powerful and has as much money behind it. Like, I think if you're a person on the street and you go, cops are corrupt, it's really easy to just be like, yeah, whatever. You don't have a specific case of that. But when you're like a movie like this, that maybe enough people see that everyone can go, yeah, we all have a story like this. Not even just the police. Mm. Everyone who's ever interacted with the police, we all have a story like this. Something needs to change. I just feel like it's if it's trying to incite, I don't know how it's doing it because all it's doing is like, oh, the normal people are like, the police are corrupt, but there's reasons for that and it's much higher up. Like the police force can't fight it. We can't fight it. Like, it feels like very mm. defeatist. Like it's just kind of like, well, what are you trying to incite? All you're doing is trying to bring the police and the public back together a bit, which is nice, mm. but it's also kind of like an acceptance, like that's this is the way it is. If the if we understand the police, the why the police do it, if the police understand, like it's just trying to bring them together. But it's also like, what's the point? <laughs> why? Well, like, you're not okay. trying. You can't really incite change. All you're saying is, hey, look, the police. There's a reason they do this. They have to bribe. They have to live day to day. And I then um, it's a, it goes higher up and higher up and. Uh, yeah, if you stand your ground, you'll probably get fired. So there's nothing we can do about I, it. I don't know if I agree. I'd say that, like, 
pointing out how blatant and how, and the reasons for it, I'd feel like that would be enough to get people to look at it and go, well, that obviously isn't good enough. Maybe we should pay police more. Maybe we should have more checks. Or, like, I don't necessarily agree that it's defeatist. I feel like no one in Mexico is having the conversation that is like, oh, well, the police are just blatantly corrupt. It is all this, like, game that everyone plays where they go, you know, oh, yeah, there are good cops and bad cops, but we're going to root out the... Like, if you're in public office, you go, I'm going to stand against police corruption and I'm going to maybe arrest one or two people, but you're never going to affect the system. And if you're one of the police, you kind of just have to do it to get, get about your day. But if the public, if enough of the public kick up a stink and are aware of how bad it is for the cops, they realise that getting people to say, I'm going to stand against police corruption is not enough. You need to have that, like, overhaul. I don't think this movie does that. No? No, no fair enough. No. Hey, I, look. I don't think it makes, like, people care enough about... But it is, <laughs> it makes people care about the police. And it makes me more understanding. Like, I'd, if I were to meet a corrupt cop now, I'd be like, oh, I get it. Like it, I'm not gonna ch- like I have no power to change that for you, but I I understand your side of the story more. But do you, like it, that might be different if you lived in Mexico though. I've, well, you know I what feel, I mean? well I feel like maybe now it'd be like maybe they're getting more money given to them if they if I lived in Mexico and it's like oh you need this to get like you know what you're doing a good job yeah. you get your underpaid here's a bit of extra money yeah fair enough throw you some money because okay. that's what I on a personal level can do. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, look. There is something to be said for you know big issues trying to take a big issue and try and make it personal for people to understand to because sometimes it's it's such a large thing to get your head around mm-hmm. and to try and reduce it down to you know the personal level with these two cops uh, it tries to make it more digestible comprehensible emotional for for the audience. I don't know if it fully succeeds, mm. but I think that was the intention to try and take this big overarching problem and distill it down into this these two cops' lives. Mm. Um, but then I feel the whole actor point, does that detract mm. from from this story? If this was just a, a doco, just a straight doco, about the two cops. About yeah. the two cops. Would that have had the same impact or less of an impact? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Or are you doing another film which is about putting uh, volunteers or actors into the academy and then you're having a doco about that? Mm. Like it tries to have... Or even like, a, I don't know what had to be actors. Like let's take two normal people and put them through the academy and see, mm. see how it changes them. Mm. 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 Yeah. Like, a, like a Stanford prison experiment. And maybe yeah, that would be more impactful than... Like, cause I think I think the thing is that the start of the movie is like the best part, I would say, but it's probably because it's more entertaining than impactful. Yeah, it's just like kind of a really good story. But then when you get into like what the real part of it is, yeah, it's less impactful because you go, well, you know, mm. did mm. you want to be impactful? Or did you want to be entertaining? I think I can see that. Or would you, you know, have like a like a Seven Up type thing where you follow the cops along, like you mm. meet, come back and meet them a year after the academy, two years after the academy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and interviews them and build up. See how their see how psyche that changes. and sa- Changes. Where their idealism goes and where yeah. they just become, you know, a regular police officer and how much... Yeah, yeah. yeah that's or, fair. yeah, they're, they're, I think there's different ways to do it. I think the problem with this film is I found the story mechanics much more interesting and I feel like that detracted from the overall impact. Yeah. I was like, this is cool, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. But if they'd picked one of these things... Yeah, and did it like that. I think it also, like, it. I think... And it's still unclear, but I'm pretty sure by the end it's like, so it goes story. And then it's like, oh, they're actors. This story is written. Then the impact is gone. And then you're like, oh, no, it, it doesn't. It waits based till the end. And then it's like, and it is based on two police. And yeah. It's like, why Why did you, like, you, you were <laughs> like, you were like, here's a story. And then you're like, oh, it's all written. It's all constructed um, because we see the film set. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's fake. Like, you just, that's the way you think. Like, oh, it's all written. It's constructed. And then you're like, oh, it is based on someone's life. But you don't get that till the end. It mm. like undercuts this great story by being like, okay, it's actors. Um, and it's all written. Mm. <laughs> so it was less impressive that it was a real story. No, I think it's. I think they you, should have been okay. clear that it was a real story Sorry from the start because it undercuts it because they say these are actors. Mm. So you just kind of assume it's not real. Like you assume mm. it's written, and it's like they yeah. should have been like these are actors, but it's based on a real story. And you're like, okay, that's better than undercutting the story and then waiting till the end and being like, it is yeah. based on a real story. You're like, I guess they okay. It's, it's pretty. It's a pretty ambitious, like strange movie in the way that yeah. it's made. Like honestly, I've never, I, I've never seen 
maybe you've seen something like this, Nosh, but I've never seen anything that's like... Not to this scale. They're this segmentedly different. Mm, mm. And I feel like they teased it a little bit. Like, I, I wasn't fully sure that it was a true story until there was that scene where they're reciting and rehearsing dialogue mm. from interview tapes. Yeah, and that we've already seen. And that we've already seen in movie, previously yeah. in the movie. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, because I was I was waiting or expecting maybe, and this is just perhaps some audience expectation, I was expecting uh, there to be a death or there to be one of them's not alive, one of them's arrested, one of them's... Mm. Uh, particularly when the fourth chapter is called The End of the Love Patrol, I was expecting one of them not to be there. And maybe this was archival footage that they're using to generate this story. That's really or interesting. And I didn't get that. It's less impactful because it's not as entertaining. Well, uh, yeah, it's... Because it yeah. would be more entertaining. But I also liked that it didn't, uh, yeah. didn't play in mm. to that expectation either. Mm. Um, yeah, I just feel like this film tried to have its cake and eat it too. Yeah, 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 and I feel enough. like... It's interesting this guy went on to direct Narcos because I feel like that is exactly that. It's choosing the entertainment route. Yeah. Yeah, this is a true story, but we're clearly going to rewrite this and we're going to make it a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's lots of documentaries where by the the sort of the documentary maker Mm. sort of ingratiates themselves in the story and tries to make it about subject matter and themselves Mm. at the same time. Mm. That's a very common documentary type thing. Whereas this was trying to do that with the and actors. the actors yeah. and the characters yeah. and it was just it was a little bit too There's too much too, too much, much. Yeah, so you enough. didn't get any sort of cut through yeah fair enough like yeah. i like the concepts that being a police officer is like the time it takes between jumping off a board and hitting the water when you know you can't swim mm. and that sort of uh that was a really nice little encapsulation encapsulation of it all i do like the conversation that the guy has with one of the real cops where he says no one cares if cops die because like that's one that i feel like everyone's got an opinion on because you can say oh no one cares if cops dies but people will be like no that's not true and i I certainly do know it's all part of the plan I don't even want to go on. That's just funny. <laughs> I was going to say, like, that I feel like changes contextually for us because I feel like in Australia, it, like, at least for the cops, it's incredibly oh. important if the cops die. Yeah, and there I are think definitely, like, it was not as tough because in Mexico, there are definitely areas of Mexico where they do not give a shit about yeah. the police. And if they see the police going for people, yeah, he's correct. They will mm. absolutely always side with. Uh, the person getting chased. Yeah, well, it made me think of, like, um, the truck incident on one of the freeways where two of the cops got hit. And, like, that was during a time where the cops were having a bit of a bad, yeah, like... Yeah. But then instantly people rallied around yep. them. That's, and mm. I think that's, like, yeah, that's the probably not shifted, as, yeah. as accurate here as it is over there because, like, yeah, people were still very upset when that happened. And, and the interesting part about that is people were way more upset with the person who filmed the incident yeah. than the actual, you know, perpetrator. I, I think the perpetrator... Like, yeah, like... Mm. They, they were, yeah, and everyone publicly was just like, ha- that was fucking atrocious. You, yeah. can't, you can't do that. Yeah, um, It was funny, well, not funny, it was um, also interesting, if mm. we want to look at that in that context, that the police were also being investigated for corruption in a very public... Uh, at the time. At yeah. the time yeah. as well. So it's interesting it, like that you bring... Publicly yeah. embarrassing way for them that yes. affected decades of work that they'd done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, it, it shifted on that time, but mm. it's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Look, uh, that was short and sweet. I don't know. It's a what, heavy we, movie. Do, it yes. is heavy. <laughs> heavy movie. Yes. We, we, I, I like the way we talked about it. I don't like it. I like that we didn't really exactly go positive and negatives. We just, cause it's heavily, it's, it's a discourse. It's a movie it's a discourse. where you have a discourse about hundred percent. Mm. Um, but I, I liked it because, uh, crime is so much a part of my life. And yes, you're a, you're a big criminal, <laughs> it's notorious, a massive criminal. criminal. Uh, but I, I think I see crime differently to everyone else. But I also think crime is obviously fascinating to everyone. Mm. Um, I think mm. the, the proof in that is just how popular certain podcasts and shows and movies are, and how everyone has an opinion about serial killers and criminals and maybe drug lords. I'm not sure about drug lords, but. I found this interesting for where it places on that context. It's interesting. We've been on a bit of a crime kick on this podcast uh, a little late. We've had copycat. We've had this. (laughs) (laughs) Such drastically different. (laughs) Such drastically different. Yeah, that's a crazy comparison. (laughs) (laughs) That's so 
<laughs> I only thought of that when you brought up serial killers, and I was like, it's such a like a movie, Hollywood. such a Hollywood movie. Yep. And this is just like uh, trying so like just a real yep. <laughs> story yes. about the police. But it's all crime. Oh um, fuck yeah, man. it's all crime, baby. <laughs> Copycat. <laughs> just for sake. Oh, that movie, man. <laughs> I felt I felt we needed to laugh. After yeah, the heavy, uh, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Okay, <laughs> shit. Well, this is probably going to be a, a short. Hour, unless you guys have anything else you'd like to say. Thank you for watching it. Did you enjoy it at least? Mm. Yeah, um, I think it, yeah, it was just a bit long. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree with that. And fuck I felt man. I enjoyed it more on an intellectual level yeah. than any sort of emotional yeah, yeah. level. Fair enough. I, I and was that's not a bad thing. I, I was say. impressed by the two actors. Like having watched it and going through what mm. they went through the academy. I, I think as persons. Fight. Like, I don't have to have an opinion on them, but I think they did a really good job in the movie parts of the documentary. I thought mm. they were, like, really, really yeah. excellent actors. And when you think about it, it's like, you're not doing this to become, like, a famous... Like, you're ah. doing this to be part of the experiment. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not going to, like, get your name or anything out there, like, big time. It's just, like, it's just part of the experience. Like, yeah. you're doing it for the experience. It's a fucking shame, because I, it seems like both of them have yeah. quite an ability. So I'd, I'd, I'd hope that they get put in more shit, but... I don't know, maybe that's like that's like maybe the benefit of shit like Netflix because they seem to have that ability to set up shop in different mm. countries and create those like and they Hollywood invest in type. a lot of local content. There you go, yeah, mm. uh, and it like pushes other local content creators to go. Oh well, if they Netflix is going to do it, we'll mm-hmm. start pumping money into it as well. And it seems like that's a way to get talent flooding into. Oh yeah, and diversity. I think look at Squid Game. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. many people in the West would Man. have seen that if it wasn't on Netflix? Look at Squid Game. No, I'm just saying that that's an example <laughs> no, of that correct, local yeah. 100% you know, correct. funding. And I'm pretty sure like a month after Squid Game, there was this other South Korean show that came out that was pretty garbage, but apparently it was straight into like the top 10. There's a big one at the moment about all zombies at a high school. Yeah, all of us people fucking froth it, apparently. South yeah. Korea is just like on a kick and I, I don't know if it's just because we've got a very multicultural nation maybe, but people in Australia love that shit. Mm. Uh, or maybe it's just a Netflix trick, and they, they tell you that everyone loves it, and they go, "Well, if everyone loves it, I'll yeah, we don't it. know. Yeah, we, we have no idea. They just, no they, we just have to take them for their word. We all serve the algorithm. <laughs> Praise be the algorithm. And maybe that's what this movie was about. <laughs> no, I did, I did. There was point. There was a point in this film. Just last point there that yeah. I felt this was a little bit Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. You know, method acting. I've yeah. got to go in the academy. To yeah. Get, like, true performance. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. came off as a little bit, you know, oh, yeah. wanky. Uh, Absolutely. To begin with, and I love I love that part because it's like, oh, yeah, they're real people. <laughs> <laughs> Such wanky bastards. It's like, oh, this will make me better at my craft mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as an actor. Oh, yes. And I have to really grapple with these, like, our police officers, just actors, really. Mm. <laughs> and then... I loved that so much. <laughs> That was so funny. Like, fuck, man, nah, they're not. <laughs> and, you know, you do hear stories a little bit like in Copycat, Sigourney uh, spent some time with a psychologist to get a bit of a sense, uh, you know, you talk about, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of examples. I'm thinking Silence uh, of the Green Lambs. Mile, where the yeah, guy pretends Mile. to be yep. a pianist. <laughs> <laughs> Silence of the Lambs actually interviewed uh, the Mindhunter guy. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. That was the character was based on. Actually interviewed him, sat down with him, listened to tapes. Yep. Uh, you know, you do hear of actors sort of know, trying like to Mind, immerse Mindhunter is exactly that. Mindhunter for a lot of those so serial killers, at the very least, mm. I, I know that a lot of their dialogue is yeah. based on actual interviews right. that they've had with yes. those people. And um, um, so you hear that, but to see it on the screen, I think was a bit. Um, Mm. It took me, yeah, it took mm. me a little bit to go, okay, yeah. I, I, I know you, what you're you, doing. You wanted it to all be the first two parts of the movie. Well, yeah. or, or have that as the movie, yeah. Or, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely. All right, well, thank you, boys. You're welcome. Like that's enough of a discussion. We can put that to bed. Mm. And next time when I bring another Central or South American horror crime story, we'll look at that. And mm. 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 Yeah, crime sucks. <laughs> 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 uh, what have we been watching this week? I actually do have a list this time. So, Oh, look at you. You're starting a list. Look at uh, him go. I know. Look at me. So <laughs> look at him fly. Morgan, you can start. You'll be fine out already. I haven't watched a lot this week. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been a bit light on myself, but off you go. Did go and see Death on the Nile last night, though. Thoughts? Um, I, think, I think it's better than the first one. Mm. Very pretty. Mm. Um, they cut out Army, Army Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Did they? 
Uh, I, I'm sure they did, but he's like the main one of the main people. He so is. he's around a lot. But I I'm sure they yeah. cut him out from time. Like, like there's a bit when he's investigating where it's like, if if, if like they didn't have to have him there, probably didn't. Mm. But still, like, you get a lot of Army Hammer. Oh. But it's also recently like he's come, he's back together with his wife now. He's there's like back, all this man. stuff happening. It's like, oh, was this all a publicity stunt? Yep. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's okay. We didn't need to cut him out anyway. He's uh, I, I, he's coming back, man. Yeah. Dude, no one ever dies. He's fine. <laughs> no one ever really dies, <laughs> as Star Wars taught us. Mm. <laughs> uh. But yeah, it's it's fun. Um, mm. the the boat just looks so cool. Like it's such a good vibe. And the music. Were you familiar good. with the story before going in? Not. I think I was more familiar with the uh, murder on the Orient. I don't know. I didn't know much about Death on the Nile. Like I didn't know who did it. I didn't even know who get murdered. Oh, I right. just knew it was there's a Death on the Nile. Yeah, very cool, pretty. Cool, cool. Um, just a weirdest, weirdest Russell Brand, but like just out of left field, oh, yeah. weird role for him. It. I was like weird role. Like, and and it took me like a moment. I'm like, oh, that's Russell, Russell Brand? Brand the entire time. But I'm like, he can perform. But like, that's the thing is like yeah. I've never. And it, but it's also like now is the time. Like he's just starting like his political podcast. He's mm. doing all of his. No, like, he's had his political podcast for like a decade. But like he's getting it running. He's, oh, he's okay. starting to take these like big moves, and then he's doing all these big comedy shows. And mm. it's like now is the time I'm going to take a serious acting role. <laughs> it's like, but your empire, you've just built it doing other stuff, and now like you're, but you're it busy. Was filmed. Quite a while. Yeah, I was going to say it could have been a couple of years ago. That's that he true. It. But yeah, I agree. It's fucking strange that who, who had the conversation with him and convinced him to do it because that's what it would have been. Yeah, and he's you good. have to have convinced him to do a movie. Yeah. You can't just be like, "Ah, uh, is he going to audition?" Because I can't imagine Russell Brand would audition to anything. <laughs> Kenneth Brand is like, "I want Russell." He probably Russell. knows Russell. He's like, "Oh, Russell, uh, I like that you're doing all that bullshit." But the cast is pretty good. Um, I think there's a bit like in the first one, it was like some stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, play, there's like people, but in this one, it's a bit like, oh, that's just Dawn French being Dawn French. Dawn French is great, though. <laughs> yeah. Dawn French can be Dawn French in anything. I'm fine with it. It's no, it's good. Mm-hmm. And S- Saunders is in it too, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing to Dawn me. Dawn French that's and Saunders. It's amazing to me that French and Saunders are in a movie together. Um, and it's, yeah, uh, I, I really enjoy um, Kenneth's take on Poirot as well. Like, very quirky. I don't, but anyway. You uh, don't? No, I hated enough I, for Alex. I hated Murder <laughs> on the Orient Express. It tried to make him into a superhero. Well, he is. Uh, he's no, a superhero. he's not a superhero. If you read the book real close, he does a lot of the, the no. superhero landing. No, he does nothing. Of, no. Uh, and he co- he, he uh, well, reloads one, his guns. This like, one, he uh, has a bit of failure. Yeah, I'm aware. Um, but also, but also, it starts with like a flashback during the war, and like he saves his whole. Unit. There you go. <laughs> Because he was really in the war. fucked this. Because he was They're in the war. Really he was sitting in the trenches going, I think it was as Yamons. I did it again. Well done, Hercule. Uh, <laughs> Hercule, get on that fucking ladder. <laughs> I'll have to see it, but I can't say my hopes are very high. I enjoyed it more than the first one. I don't know. Something about the first one just felt a little weird. Because um, it yeah. was not faithful to the source material. Well, it can't always be faithful. Otherwise, how do you surprise I mean, You've never been faithful. Oh. Um, the only other thing I watched the first episode of Netflix show Deadly Class. Oh yeah, which I saw the trailer. For which that. is just like, that would have appealed to me ten years ago. It's a yeah, young adult as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But it's like, oh, I might keep watching it. I like um, it's incredibly anime. Like I'm actually, it seems certain, like an anime. I'm actually show. certain there is an anime that is that premise. Is it animated? No, no, it's no, live action, really but like, it is so anime concept. Is all these really rich crime families send their children to this school to learn how to be assassins. Right. Yeah. Excellent. And and people die in the class. Mm. And Brendan, who's Benedict Wong? Benedict Wong. Yeah. Benedict Wong is the teacher. Right. And, but it's just all this. It's a it's a fucking growing place for all young actors to act and gotcha. be sexual icons for young people. Gotcha. Uh, so Hogwarts. And it's for during like the punk revolution of the nineties as well. So like <sighs> punk music, punk like some punk people in it and stuff. Punky. Very comic booky. Very uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'd be so shocked. It's it's like riding on the coattails of like Umbrella Academy. Yeah, and stuff, like hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, well, Alex, uh, I want to mention uh, Murderville. Uh, so you checked yeah. it out as well? I did. I did indeed. I, I quite like it. it. It's it's interesting. I watched I an episode funny. and a half and I was like, yeah, this is okay. And I haven't come back to it. <laughs> That's <laughs> the thing is like I'm like TV. I've got a lot of stuff to watch. But if I need like a quick 20 minutes, yeah. I'll chuck it on. But yeah. like, it's not on the forefront of my watching. No. It's like, I got to do something, but I need something in the back. Perfect. Dude, mm-hmm. Conan is so old. 
He looks he's old. so old. There's so many moments in that episode where I'm like, he shouldn't have wheeled him out. He needs to go into the retirement <laughs> home. He needs to not. But that hair, him. still on still point. Still great. Uh, but <laughs> when he tried to sit down on the chair, you're like, oh, oh Conan, Conan. so old, Conan. He's still a very funny man. I like it when he's telling the little girl, yes, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think I think it's quite. Yeah, I think I got a good chuckle out of and it. And uh, he does the thing I was talking to you about. He does. He fully commits to the bad cop, bad cop. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> Corruption. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I, I I didn't mind it. I, I will I will persist. Um, of course, I finally finished and wrapped uh, Witcher season two. Took, uh, took your time. Uh, well, listen, you got to. There's only so many episodes. You've got to sort of space them out and enjoy. No, you binge it all. Savor, binge it all. <laughs> savor, <laughs> savor it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I quite liked it. I, I quite like where it ended up. Hmm. Where it ended up got me excited about hmm. the the future of the show. Mm. So mm. I did. I wasn't a big fan of all the witches being little bitches, but there was a lot <laughs> apart of apart from that. It was good. I'm like, like, why can't they all be like a united force? They're, nope, Geralt is just the one superhero. He's the only one. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's got to do that for the TV show. It doesn't do that in the game or the books. No, though. The, like, the others are the comp- no. competent. Have you seen the anime movie that they've put out? Like, it's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah about, about uh, fucking, what's Vesemir. his Vesemir. Vesemir. It's pretty cool. It was fun. It was got the same, but it's like, it's very strange like that. Where I was watching it going... This doesn't seem to gel with the law at all. I'm so confused. It's but very okay. weird, and like a lot happens in it, and I'm like, mm. this doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah, it's really strange. Yeah. Like, as far as I'm aware, they retcon the sacking of Kermoyne in a really strange way. Because I, yeah, whatever. We can talk about that <laughs> in nerd time. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but that is. Nice. It's look. It's I. I fucking froth that uh, Castlevania show. I think that's one of the best shows on Netflix. Same guys who make it. Mm. It's got some of the same like archetypes they put in gotcha. there, but all the animation's still pretty fucking on point. Mm. It's mm. so cool. So yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the Book of Boba Fett or The Mandalorian. Oh, that is uh, it. Book of Boba away Fett. From that, it's, it's so far in the past for me. I think. The last episode, I think, was satisfying. Like, Bit of a mess. Though. It was. It was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. But like, I felt it was one of the better. Well, it's definitely the best episode with Boba Fett in it uh, of the season. I true. Think. Very uh, true. Um, uh, doesn't make you feel real good about the Ahsoka show that's going to come out. No, because no, that, that show is going to be so good. <laughs> oh yeah, the There's casting for that show is fucking lit. That always pays off. <laughs> Look at Murder on the Iron Express. Look no. at Watchmen, uh, the, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I think Ahsoka is one of my favourite Star Wars characters. I think Ahsoka period. and Obi-Wan have visions of what they wanted to be. I think they did put, they did, they did End of Mandalorian in season two and then Book of Boba and then they were like, oh fuck, we need to write a Book of Boba show. Put Mando in there. That'll buff out two episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't think three. they knew what they wanted no. to do with this show. Oh. Because both Obi-Wan and Ahsoka had been announced before this. Book of Boba was, like, announced and then rushed, it seems. Yep, it I seems think. like it, yeah. And no, they sort of no, kind of... No, 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 because no, they were going to do a Boba movie ages back and they changed it. But to then the that what the Boba show was originally going to be was what The Mandalorian became. Well, oh, okay. So then they announced a Book of Boba show and they are like, fuck, we already used yeah. this concept for The Mandalorian. What do we do for Boba? <laughs> they, took, they took the front cover off the Book of Boba and put Mandalorian on the front. They looked at the front cover and go... We had a script. <laughs> we, we had a story. Uh, this is so annoying because there's some good stuff in there. There is. There is. And Cad Bane was great. It's just wasted in <sighs> such so a shit wasted. show. Uh, and I felt like this sort of kinder, fairer uh, Boba or Boba, whatever you want to call him. If uh, you say that doesn't match the movies, remember that he doesn't really do anything in the movie. No, what I think it gives this sort of aimless quality <laughs> to the whole storytelling. If also, he was more ruthless, it would have given much yeah. more direction. Also, spoilers. Uh, this is a bit of a spoiler, but please, like the entire time he was like, I'm going to be Dymo. This is my thing. And then we get to the end of the season. He's like, I don't think this is for me. I think someone else should do this job. <laughs> it's like, why did we have to do this whole dance to get you, here? You know, TV shows about like ruthless, brutal crime lords, never popular. <laughs> never, people <laughs> Never seen he wasn't ruthless or bu- brutal. It's so stupid. Like, was this in any way trying to be Narcos or Breaking Bad? No. Why not? <laughs> Why and it not? was like, it was really strange because I saw 
uh, June during watching this. And I was like, all every time they mentioned the spice, and we need to get the, the spice. spice trade going. All I could think spice. of is the spice in June. I was like, now they're ripping off June. I don't like Dude, it. That's why that first movie by David Lynch is never going to be not amazing. It's just them going the spice. the spice in their minds, just whispering the spice. spice. It's so good. Uh, yeah, I think that that's me. Yeah, I want it a was, big glass tank fine. with a big fetus man in it who drinks the spice. <laughs> Can't go in my uh, uh, my flashback uh, pond. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I uh, just quickly. I don't know if either of you are continuing to watch Pam and Tommy, but there is, no, like, there is like there is like a three minute scene of Sebastian Stan mm. talking with his prosthetic dick and having like a conversation. It's wild. The show's insane, and the and vo- it's on Disney. That's and the voice it, 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 um, <laughs> the dick's voice by Jason Manzukas, whose voice <laughs> I love. Usually, I would be really sold on you saying to me, a guy had a conversation with his dick. And when you said it was voiced by, I went, what? <laughs> I thought you just meant he was talking. He was no, talking to it. And, and the dick was like, was like talking back and like moving and shit. Oh, and, it, and it's like, it's like, that's not the vibe of the show. It's just like, he's drugged up and stuff. Like, it's, Mm-mm. I don't know how, but it's like, it's fine. It fits. It's it just, fits. it's just to- him being the Tommy Lee character. Like. Oh, uh, one final thing. Uh, I was a little bit annoyed with Paramount Plus recently. Why is that? Because with a show that I was watching, the first five episodes of the season were released same day as the US. Then they went on like their Christmas break, came back. They've aired all the rest of the season. Uh, For what show, sorry? A Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> they aired the rest of the season. I felt rude for not listening. And I was like, <laughs> apparently my brain saved me. <laughs> uh, and then they aired the rest of the season in the States. I was seeing spoilers online. It really pissed me off. Is it a good show? I wrote an email uh, saying, where's these episodes in Australia? And they dropped two days ago. So you so, think you did that? Yeah, I did it. The power <laughs> of the people. Uh, was that two months late? That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I had a little table in there. I was like, this is when it aired here. This is my email. This is it here. <laughs> oh, um, I should probably put this on my list, but uh, I've started watching the latest season of Disenchantment. Oh, yes, that came started. out. I was, that was on my list too. I was I was thinking about Disenchantment like two weeks ago going, mm. man, I, I that's fine. Like, that's a good show that I'm mm. happy to watch. And then it drops. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize they were keeping going with it. Mm. But I'm so happy that they are because I'm actually kind of down for that whole world they've built. And all the Simpsons violence is in there. That's yes. really good. And there's an announcement that Futurama's coming, coming back. back as yeah. well. I saw but the comic book on the table as one of the Easter eggs in Disenchantment. Right. I was like, oh, that's nice. But apparently... But they haven't... They're, they're replacing Bender in Futurama because mm. they haven't been able to get John DiMaggio to agree yeah, with them yet. a good show. <coughs> They're, I think that show should stay dead. They're just doing the pilot without him, so I'm hoping that's that they're going to like do that, and then they'll both come to an agreement because it's you can't replace him. No, just you know, not a little really, bit more. No. no, it's it's really. Oh, I really hope. Th- th- I think the kind of essential thing for Futurama is to get those writers back, because there are so many episodes in like the latest seasons that are just trash and could yeah. be just left. I think to not the exist. way it ended, I think was quite really nice. Good. Really yeah. nice. And correct. Yes. You should end it with Fry and Leo mm. as you have been doing for every season <laughs> preceding that. You should always end it with Fry and Leela. Yes. That's fine. Mm. No problem. Um, and like that's a pretty satisfying. I think so. Yeah, for their whole journey, I like I like the way their relationship goes. No, oh, it's not a Dex and New Blood. Like we were unsatisfied <laughs> with the ending, and we need this back to you know satisfy the fans. Uh, oh, fuck! Just make a new show. Come on, there's tons of shit. Like uh, fucking Adult Swim seem to be the only ones that are like about making new shit, mm. and I think it pays mm. off for them because you're not going to get Rick and Morty from making Futurama again. Mm. Uh, well. Also. I was just going to ignore it and not watch it, but I think I've decided I'm going to watch Peacemaker. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard great things. Stra- Is it? Oh, I yeah. just, but it's it's from people that I'm like, that's look, I, I, I believe you. I might not watch it, <laughs> which is unfair. I think I'm going to watch it. I, yeah, if you say it's good, I think that's like the fourth person to tell <laughs> yeah, me that Yeah, then, good, so then that'll be the tipping point. Um, <laughs> not because I like him, because that's four people. Yeah, that's no, I get it. That's four's the tipping point. Four's the tipping point. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I don't like you. You know how we all went to the beach that one time and I was reading a book on the beach? Um, do we remember this? Oh, you ever come to the beach with me? <laughs> do we remember yes, this? Yes, I do, yeah. Yeah, I was reading a book on the beach. They've just made a TV show on the book, so I'm going to go watch that. What was the book? The Girl Before. 
what What's called. the TV show? What kind of smut porno <laughs> are you reading on the beach with us? No, it's a. Uh, I don't want to say anything. It might spoil something. Oh, I think you were talking. Like it's written about. She lives in the apartment. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I remember. I've been watching. Nothing <laughs> I watched Prisoners again for the first time. I, I really like that. I mean, it's fucking great. Excellent, excellent. Hugh Jackman. I've been meaning to rewatch it. This, does it hold up? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, It's less brutal than the first time I watched it. Maybe because I, I know. The first yeah. time I watched it, I'm like, fucking hell, this mm. is dark. And, and, and Hugh's performance. Hugh's so good. Uh, but Jake Gyllenhaal's also really yep. good against Hugh. Mm. Um, I, I watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> and I was like... Huh, this movie's great. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, where their love began. I know, but it's also like really good Angelina and really good Brad Pitt. I wish Angelina had more to do, but it's like a really good movie. I don't know. I think in passing we've mentioned that um, as a child I had a PlayStation Portable mm. and I had three UMD movies. And I think mm. we've definitely mentioned that one of them was the King Kong with Matthew Broderick. Yep. Mm. The other one was The Producers. Yep. And the, uh, the, the third one was Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So I've seen that movie many times yeah, yeah, on my little PS PlayStation Portable. It's like me with uh, Blade Trinity. I've not seen any of the other Blade movies, but I've seen Blade Trinity a you shitload. Just, you've just seen Blade no, no, Trinity. No, I've now seen the other Blade oh, movies, and I'm so. like, why did I get Blade Trinity? Because it's fucking great. Because Triple H fucking like, uh, backflips and smacks <laughs> Blade into the ground and breaks concrete with him. That's sick. But uh, And it's got the guy from Prison Break. In it, oh, it yeah, plays yeah, yeah. Dracula. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I watched Prisoners and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yep. I'm continuing with the Ozarks, mm. but I was like, I've only got like three episodes left of the fourth season. I'm going to go back to the start and watch it again. Oh, yeah. And I'm now like, I'm almost at the end of season two, going to get mm. to season three, watch season three again, because mm. I was just like, I don't want this to end again. I like well, this show. Well, this is the first part. I know, I know. I think there is a final bunch of episodes. Well, we're like get to five drop. episodes in, I think. It's fun. It's fun. It's, it's fun. tense. It's tense. It's, it's cool. so tense. Oh, fuck. I what know. I like about Ozark is it doesn't fuck around with mystery. Like, you, you're shown things and you're shown, like, secrets are all thrown the out. Mystery the mystery is how are they going to fix this? Yes. How yeah, are they going to fucking right. fix this yeah. situation? Although, I constantly. saw footage of um from the latest part mm. and it's like, it's just um, Jason Bateman at a, like a cards table, and like everyone thinks like he couldn't make a reshoot or something because he it's like it's it's hard to tell because he's also like this in the show, but it's like literally like solid three minutes of him just sitting and staring, not moving, not blinking, <laughs> and like when you look at it, I'm like, oh, this is fake. It's got to be fake, and everyone's on all the comments were like. I don't know how I didn't notice this, but I'm like, mm-hmm. now I'm going to get up to that episode and notice <laughs> that he is just sitting in the same position, not blinking, not moving at all, just staring the entire time. And I'm like, but I, I, it looks fake, but it's also, that could just be the way he's acting in this show. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I was going to say, it's one of the most astounding things about that show is that he directs a lot of it. Yep. Uh, I don't know how much he writes of it, but it's fucking shocking to me that so much of that is here. And I go... That must, like, Laura Linney and him together must be such a fucking power. Like, she and him must have such good understanding because she is the best actor in the show. I like her character so fucking much because it's such a... So complex. Mm, <laughs> Wendy mm. is so brutal and ruthless, but caring and loving. And I love every time her kids have a fight with her because she just tips off the end and starts <laughs> fucking giving them shit. And I'm like, that is so known to me i understand <laughs> not particularly my mother but i have seen relationships like that i'm like that's so cool that that is so real i also every now and then no, i just think i'm like this is like an alternate universe version of michael from arrested development like there's like a split bar where it's like it's like yeah it's like uh, well similar. It's, it's the same thing as malcolm in the middle with hal <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yeah he's trying to manage the family's finances uh, and arrest uh, development keep them in line yeah, yeah. and in this one he's trying to keep his family out of prison <laughs> yeah. yes that's really good. Fucking A. Oh my God. I'd love to see supercuts of just, of, of fucking Jason Bateman from Ozarks with the, da, 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 da. or he didn't. And like, they put money into the walls of a cabin and I just keep, there's always money in the banana stand, Michael. There's $10,000 lining the walls of the banana stand. It's so good. Oh, fuck. Um, I also watched The Sinner. I don't think either of you watched The Sinner. No, it's on top to. 10 in Australia. Yeah. Season four of The Sinner was fantastic. Season three mm. is some of the most brutal and dark television I've ever seen. Not particularly because of like 
what it shows. Just Atmosphere or? It, it is entirely about nihilism, like really mm. deeply goes into what nihilism is. And it is, I feel like it's really confronting. If you're in the wrong headspace and you watch that third season and the things they talk about and like the bare bones just stare in the face, it's probably really harsh. Mm. First two seasons are really good mystery cop show. Third season's similar. Mm. Fourth season is like a really, really nice re- Redemption season because it like ends in such a fucking brutal spot in the third season. I, I was watching the fourth season. I don't know how the fuck they're gonna what they're gonna do, but <coughs> Bill Pullman is the main actor. Mm-hmm. Bill Pullman, I think, the guy from Independence Day. Is that mm. Bill Pullman? Yeah, yeah, a lot Bill of Pullman, not Bill Paxton. Yeah, that's okay. Rest Thank in peace. You. Yeah, and I just, just I can't tell if he's now a weirdo or he's just a really, really good actor because it's the character in the show has so many ticks and specific reactions that are strange. Mm. I'm like, fuck, he's either constructed this brilliant character or he's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> either way, it works. <laughs> anyway, yeah. It's if, a win-win. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah super man. win-win. No, I, I would recommend watching The Sinner because mm. you can just fucking power through each season and get to the where the mystery is and stuff. Mm. And they're pretty good. They're pretty good mysteries. That's me done. Nice. That's me done, boys. Mm. Unless Alex wants to touch on Survivor, I think we're all done. Go on. Oh, I was so glad when Sandra wasn't sent home. Look into the corner. I know you I know you would target her Get if you rid were playing. Of her. Nah, I'm like all about it. The Queen stay the Queen. Uh, <laughs> Zach would get vote, Zach would get voted out like first. I or always do. Week. People people don't trust me because I am conniving <laughs> and you do one game where I where you have to lie with me and you go, Oh, I can't let Zach get away with anything. But then it eventually wraps around to Okay, now I feel bad for picking on him. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I've thought about this. Don't worry. It what be, were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. I think we're all done for this week. Yeah. Mm. How good. How exciting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would mean... Mm, Next time it's me? Our, oh, Yeah, I me. Never, <laughs> never, I, I don't remember. remember. <laughs> I think it, no, it goes, it goes Zach, me, Alex. Guess. Yeah, Z-Mag. Yeah, Z-Mag. So next time it'll be oh, me. Again. Don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, Morgan, Alex, guess. Zach, Morgan, Alex, guess. <laughs> so uh, join us next time. Thank you, Zach, for this eye-opening installment <laughs> um, into the, the crime and the... I can't Latin wait America. for the next one. Oh, I actually do know what the next one will be. <laughs> it's exactly okay. this theme. Can't wait. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Alex, for being here. Thank and, you, Morgan. Uh, we'll see you all next time, audience. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.